Shalom and good morning. Welcome to our Tuesday morning uh, devotion. We trust God your week has started well, that the Lord is watching over you every step of the way. Let us pray even as we begin this morning. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, we bless you, we honor you, we adore you, we magnify your holy name. We declare there is none like you, none compares to you. You are the strength of our lives. You are our hope and our inspiration. Thank you for your faithfulness that this far you have brought us. Lord, may direct us every step of the way that, Lord, our God, we shall touch the hem of your garment and your blood shall make us whole king of glory. We thank you, Lord, even as we take time to receive from you this morning. Father, you shall minister to us in a very special way and let the power of your Holy Spirit indeed um, convict us even as we take time to receive from you and to pray. We thank you, we bless you, we honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. So my name is Jeremiah Omungala. By the grace of God, an elder in training in Crisco City Church. And I thank God for this day. He has given us another opportunity just to hear from him, receive his word, and just and just see what he has in store for us. Today, uh, we'll share from several scriptures, but basically, I just want to share on a subject I've entitled, Take Heed That You Are Not Deceived. Take Heed That You Are Not Deceived. So we live in a world where there is the truth and there is so much that is being um fronted as the truth but if you look at it keenly it is not the truth so on one hand truth brings us into light if you look at john chapter 3 and verse 20, 21 the truth sets us free if you look at john chapter 8 and verse 32 the truth sanctifies and purifies us. Uh -huh. John chapter 17 and verse 17, it says, Sanctify them with the truth. Your word is truth. The truth leads us to salvation. If you look at Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 13, the truth bears good fruit in our lives. If you look at Colossians chapter 1, verse 5 to 6, the truth preserves us. If you look at Psalm 40 and verse 11. On the other hand, deception and the suppression of truth lead to spiritual darkness. If you read Romans chapter 1, verse 18 to 21. Deception leads to slavery, to sin. Uh -huh. Romans chapter 1, verse 28 to 31. Deception leads to loss of relationship with God. Deuteronomy chapter 11 and verse 16. And again, Romans 1 and verse 28. Deception also leads to spiritual captivity, to the will of the devil. 
that is second timothy chapter 2 from verse 25 to 26 and deception also leads to spiritual death if you look at romans chapter 7 and verse 11. so we've entered an interesting season it's a season where the battle between truth and deception is fought in so many fronts the battle between truth and deception is as old as mankind even in such an ideal setting as the garden of eden the devil schemed and successfully deceived eve into doubting and disobeying the truth of god though god had clearly warned adam and eve not to eat of the tree of um of the knowledge of good and evil Genesis chapter 2 and verse 17, For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. The devil tricked Eve into believing just the opposite. If you look at Genesis chapter 3 verse 4 to 5, you will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. If you have time, also look at 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 3. The battle against the truth of God rages to this day. As the devil, the father of lies, and the great deceiver, as we were told yesterday in John 8, 44, and also Revelation 12, verse 9, continues to oppose the truth and to attempt to deceive and derail God's people. The deception comes at us from every side, from the devil and spiritual forces, from false teachers and false prophets, from the world, from the deceitfulness of sin, from the deceitfulness of wealth, and even from the deceitfulness of our own hearts. And this battle is only intensifying in these last days. Jesus wants us that many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. If you read Matthew 24 and verse 11. Likewise, the apostle Paul writes that evil men and imposters will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. <coughs> Excuse me. At 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 13. He also wants that the Spirit expressly says that in latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 1. The devil knows his time is short, and so the attack is ruthless and relentless. Have you noticed in our day the suppression and rejection of God's truth along with the prevalence of falsehood and deception? Do not the descriptions by Jeremiah, Isaiah, and Hosea fit present conditions? Jeremiah chapter 7 and verse 28, the word of God tells us, This is a nation that does not obey the voice of the Lord, their God, nor receive correction. Truth has perished 
and has been cut off from their mouth. And it's so disappointing to see people just blatantly, you know, lying as it were. Isaiah 59 and verse 14, the Bible says, Righteousness stands afar off, for truth is fallen in the street, in the street. Hosea chapter 4 verse 1, there is no truth or mercy or knowledge of God in the land. And if you look at the way we are doing certain things, you just wonder how comfortable people have become peddling lies, deceiving people, conmanship, you know, things that, you know, point to deception. Wrote about the description in Romans of the ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Romans chapter 1 and verse 18. And who have exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator. Romans 1 and verse 25. And so, brethren, as we say, we've entered into a season where it is very easy for our guards to go down. The so-called festive season. And it is a season where people in the process of merrymaking and rejoicing and doing so many things, they find themselves doing things that are not pleasing to God. The danger is many never seek to turn back to the Lord, even when the Lord has convicted them of things that they have done that were not right. And that's why I'm telling us today that we need to be careful. Take heed that you are not deceived. Take heed that you are not deceived. The enemy has released such lying spirits into the world that people have become comfortable. They just speak and do anything and go out there and lie like they did nothing at all. Embrace the truth, brethren. Embrace the truth. In light of the spiritual battle we face, Paul exhorts us to put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles, you know, the scheming of the devil, according to Ephesians 6 and verse 11. Notice that the very first piece or part of the piece of the armor of God is truth. If you look at Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 14, stand therefore having guarded your waist with truth. Truth is absolutely vital. May we, like the psalmist, renew our commitment to the truth. Psalm 119 and verse 30, I have chosen the way of truth. May we guard ourselves with truth. Embrace truth, obey the truth, and walk in the truth. May we look to the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, 
to guide us into all truth. If you look at John chapter 16 and verse 13, the Spirit of God is able to guide us, to lead us into all truth. May we devote ourselves afresh to God's word. The word of truth, as we said, John chapter 17 and verse 17, sanctify them with the truth, your word is truth. May we keep our eyes and hearts set on our God who abounds in truth. If you look at Exodus chapter 34 and verse 6. So God's truth endures forever. Psalm 117 and verse 2. And on our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. If you look at John chapter 14 and verse 6. Also, you can have a look at John chapter 1 and verse 14, as well as Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 21. Let's heed his warning to us in these last days. Take heed that you not be deceived. Luke chapter 21 and verse 8. Luke 21 and verse 8. Psalm 43 and verse 3, the Bible says, Oh, send your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and to your tabernacle. Amen, brethren. So God is calling us in this season and in this time to embrace the truth. Embrace the truth. Don't be among them that spread rumors. Don't be among them that uh, uh, um, do not clarify something before sharing it to others. That is how deception starts. I know we've seen some of these things at times done as games. Somebody's told something to tell the other and the other to tell the next and the next and the next and the next. By the time it gets to the last person, for example, could be the 10th person. You are so shocked at how the truth has been distorted. And that is how the enemy is operating in this season and in these times. Something comes out as the truth, but he keeps distorting it, distorting it, distorting it, distorting it until it goes outside there uh, dismembered, not in its original form, not in its original version. And this is something the enemy is doing even to the word of God. The word is sent forth in truth, in clarity. But the enemy comes in and begins to plant the wrong seed amongst the people. And therefore, the word goes outside there, but it is received in a distorted manner because in between the enemy has tried to uh, uh, plant deception in the midst of the truth. 
So brethren, we need to be discerning. We need to trust God to have a spirit of discernment. There are so many preachers who have gone out there and the spirit of deception is operating in them. And unfortunately, people are following them blindly. And so, brethren, we need to arise. And that's why we are saying, let's guard against deception. Take heed that you are not deceived. And number two, embrace the truth. You shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. Let us take time and know the truth. Let us soak ourselves in the word of God, which is the truth. Brethren, another way the enemy has managed to deceive people, their versions of the Bible that are coming out nowadays, we need to be careful because some of them are actually diluting the word of God, the meaning of some scriptural phrases. Therefore, be careful that even through that method, the enemy can send deception our way. And so in this season, brethren, I want to encourage us, let us not drop our guard. Let us continue to be divinely aligned to the purposes, to the will, to the plans of God in our lives. And as we seek to be divinely aligned, you will realize that it becomes very difficult to be deceived if you seek to focus on the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, brethren, let us remain steadfast, focusing on the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. As I've said in this festive season, the enemy dangles so many carrots. The enemy dangles so many carrots. And if we are not careful, we can easily fall into his ploys. This is a season where so many groups are coming up with stories of easy money. You can win this, you can win the other, you can win this, you can win this other, and all those things. Without knowing, so many brethren are being caught up in gambling. Gambling is a form of idolatry. So you go to shopping malls and shop up to this much and you're likely to win you know and people will spend money that they don't have simply because they think they can win a certain then you realize it was <laughs> a long ploy you know and so let's be careful brethren let's be careful that we are not deceived Traditions are other things we are likely to be caught up in, in the name of family reunions. As people dash home and they are told, oh, let's do this and let's do the other and let's do the other, without, as we said, in the process of that enjoyment, you can easily drop your guard and 
get yourself involved in cultural practices that are uh, 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 not according to the word of God. Brethren, let's be careful. Take heed that you are not deceived. Take heed that you are not deceived, brother. You are not deceived, my sister. That's why we're praying to God, Psalm 43, verse 3. Oh, send out your light and your truth. Let them lead. Uh, let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and to your tabernacle. And so, brethren, that is my encouragement this morning. Take heed that you are not deceived. Take heed that you are not caught up with the lies of the enemy. When the enemy speaks lies, he's speaking his native language. His natural language is lying. Take care, brother. Take care, sister. Take care that you are not deceived. Take care that you are not caught up in things that will not glorify God. And so let us pray, brethren, this morning. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. We bless you. We exalt your holy name. We declare, Father, that there is none like unto thee. And we bless you, Father, that you are reminding us this morning that we take heed that we are not deceived because the enemy is trying to deceive as many as possible, King of glory, that Father and our God, they might be lost in this world and miss out on that which you have in store for us, King of glory. We surrender everything into your able hands. And Father, even where in our talking, in our walking, in our thinking, in our practice, Father, we have been deceived in one way or another. We ask for forgiveness this morning, Father, to may cleanse us from all unrighteousness because, Father, we are learning this day that deception can lead to death. Deception leads to a break in fellowship with you, King of glory. How I pray this morning that, Father, and our God, where we have been, we have lost that fellowship and King of glory, where our conscience has died, Father, because we entertained deception. And Lord, you may forgive us this morning and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And Father, where we lost track because of unrepented sin, we were deceived, Lord, that we, whatever we did was right, yet in your eyes it was wrong. And Father, we have adamantly refused to repent. Lord, Lord, I pray for a special touch upon your people and your children this morning for conviction, oh God, to touch the hearts of your children that we may turn away from every form of deception and unrepented sin in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, where we have been involved in certain things and simply because we were not caught or nobody else knows about it, Father, we have continued to live with that lie. Father, I bring repentance before you this morning in the name of Jesus, that you may remember mercy and 
touch your children, King of glory, that we shall no longer continue in deception. We shall no longer be comfortable in living a lie in the name of Jesus. Touch every young person. Touch every individual in a very special way, King of glory, that we may come out of deception and embrace the truth this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, where we have lived and believed the lies of the enemy, Father, we repent this morning that, Father, you may cleanse us from all unrighteousness and deliver us from every lie and help us to come to the saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, that the truth that sets us free, oh God, shall prevail in our lives in the name of Jesus. We've been involved in cultural practices, tradition, oh God, that has made the word of God to be of none effect in our lives. Father, I pray that you may forgive us this morning in the name of Jesus Christ, that Father, where we have a allowed our guards down. Father, we have not been keen in watching over our hearts and our tongues. And Father, by so doing, Lord, we have been deceived. Father, I pray this morning that you may remember mercy and forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. O King of glory, wash us by the blood of Jesus. Purify us, King of glory, and make us whole, my Father. Help us to be sincere in our repentance. Help us to be sincere as we turn back to you in the mighty name of Jesus. That, Father, we shall be clean from deep within. We shall be clean from the inside because we've turned to you in sincerity in the name of Jesus Christ. My God and my Father, won't you help us, O God? Won't you help us, King of glory, that your truth, O God, will bring us into the light of God. Your truth will set us free. Your truth, truth will sanctify and purify us, O God. Your truth will lead us to salvation, to deliverance, to freedom, O God. May your truth bear good fruits in our lives in the name of Jesus. May your truth preserve us, O God, for a posterity king of glory in the name of Jesus Christ, that the truth of God will dwell in us, that wherever we go, king of glory, we shall proclaim the truth, we shall speak the truth, we shall live the truth, we shall practice the truth in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the world in a world full of deception, help us to practice the truth, to walk the truth, to speak the truth, to live the truth, to proclaim the truth in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord our God, the truth that sets free, be our portion in the name of Jesus in this season and in the days to come and in the year to come. Let the truth, O God, prevail. Let the truth, O God, be our portion. Let the truth, O God, be our all and in all in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank and we bless you. May your truth prevail. May your truth be seen in us. May your truth, O God, be our portion in this land of the living. 
we thank you we bless you may your truth go with your people king of glory this day as we face a new day in jesus name we pray amen and amen god bless you have a great day ahead walk in the truth that sets us free god bless you